welcome to Glow From Within podcast. I'm your host, Harmony Patton, a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, as well as a holistic intuitive healer. I'm a mom of two, a wife to one, and I work with a spiritually inclined, growth-minded, soulful-ass woman who's looking to heal from within and unlock her deepest potential by doing so. If you're looking to make your health, hormones, and gut your superpower, you've come to the right place. This is Glow From Within Podcast. Hello, gorgeous. Hi, hi, hi. It's kind of interesting (laughs) where I'm at right now with a lot of things, and that even just like hearing my voice out loud versus having my thoughts in my head or even like writing in my journal or like talking, you know, privately, whatever to my husband or writing him letters because we write letters to each other. Uh, And yes, we live in the same house. We're not like in different places, but we write letters to each other, right? Um, We exchange them on Mondays. And uh, it's kind of interesting as I sit here recording this episode for you and hearing my voice out loud versus in my head. It's kind of strange. And for me, with my human design as a sounding board authority, I'm definitely a person who needs to talk about things out loud and let things come through um, verbally and not just in my head or even just through writing. It's really important and impactful for me. And I want to apologize in advance, by the way. I listened back to the beginning of my last episode and uh, not for the content of that episode. The episode is great, but (laughs) um, there's a lot of background noise and something I'm trying to mitigate and I'm really trying to figure out how to navigate everything right now and how to not have the background noise, how to, and I'm, I'm thinking I just need to maybe revamp what I'm doing altogether as far as where I record and how to make all of that happen. Um, so if maybe today's the first episode you've ever listened to, first of all, welcome. And if it's maybe you just haven't listened to a few, the last few episodes, you might not know what's been going on in my world. So <clears throat> things have been very different over here. So honestly, even though it has been, we're multiple weeks in, I'm still figuring it out and still adjusting. And there's still a part of me that feels a little bit um, unsafe. So if you feel me kind of being hesitant or just not being as open as I typically am, typically when I come to the podcast, I try to be full vulnerability, 100% heart open, like buzzing with feeling and I really pour that into every episode and if you could feel right now that there's like a little bit of hesitation a little bit of holding back that is because of the fact that um the space that I had that used to feel kind of like a safe space doesn't necessarily anymore um yeah and that's gonna bring me to a little bit of today's topic for today's episode and Yeah, so again, back to this little update, if you haven't heard the past few episodes or whatever. So we have family in town for about two months, and I guess it's been about three-ish weeks so far. And yeah, so that really for me 
has changed the dynamics of so much and I don't, I have like zero desire to come here and show up in a way that is not 100% authentic because to me, that's just pointless. Like there's more than enough content out there that is surface level. There's more than enough content out there that is, you know, validation seeking and attention grabbing and whatever, whatever. And that is 100% not the purpose of this podcast. This podcast, the purpose is for you to walk away feeling something, feeling something deep. Maybe that's motivation. Maybe it's hope. Maybe it's even frustration. Whatever it is that you feel, I don't want this space to ever be just a surface level space. I don't want this space to ever be a mediocre space. And I don't desire for this space to be anything less than impactful, hopeful, and extraordinary. And again, I can hear on my end that there's a lot of background noise right now. And I apologize. For me, there's a lot of things at the moment that are outside of my control. <laughs> and I would be lying if I didn't say that that has been extremely challenging extremely confronting and honestly like just as much as maybe it doesn't seem like it it's been one of the biggest challenges of my life for me because of all of the work that I have done to authenticate myself not to authenticate myself because that doesn't really make sense but to get to know myself on a deeper level and to become a person who is deeper feeling, deeper experiencing, and more wholly, fully expressed within my soul and all that I am and all that I be. And that doesn't necessarily feel like a safe thing to do in every space and in every circumstance. So what I'm facing right now is that literally like head on. Because for me, a big purpose behind <clears throat> moving, and again, if you're new around here or maybe are not as aware of, you know, my story, we were living, we've lived in Virginia for years, my husband and I and our two little kids. Although when we lived in Virginia, we just had the one because my youngest son was born here in Texas. Um, but we lived in Virginia for, you know, our entire relationship. I've lived in the DC metro area, which is the area that we lived in Virginia, um, since 2003 and we've been wanting to move for years and just last May the end of May it's literally been almost a year and maybe I'll do an episode that's like a year in review or something I think that might be fun but almost a year ago we finally 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 picked up everything left everything behind not not all of our stuff we left our lives that we had built in Virginia behind to come and start fresh, to start anew. And really, truly, in so many more ways than just moving, we have done that. We have done that. Like, we really have reestablished who we want to be. We've reestablished what we want our relationship to look like, what we want the quality of our life to look like what we want the relationship with our kids to look like, the culture within our marriage and our family 
and who we are as people, individuals on our own, business owners, parents, spouses, lovers, all of it, all of it. So really, truly, we have changed our entire lives. Now, that, however, part of the reason that a move felt necessary for that was because I truly felt as though I was being held to an old version of me. I felt that I was being held to an old paradigm, an old blueprint, an old version of me. And where we were, I didn't feel as though I personally, and this doesn't have to be true for everyone, but for me personally, I did not have the strength to break out of that. I am an ultra empath. I am highly, highly, you know, sensitive. I'm able to, oh, I'm able to feel what is going on beneath the surface energetically and within like the stuff that no one is saying that's just all going on beneath the surface. Like I'm able to feel into that and to know that without a shadow of a doubt so easily that for me, it's very painful and very uncomfortable to live in a space where it feels like there's so much beneath the surface, such a lack of authenticity and that like I don't feel as though I can show that side or have that level of authenticity because it would not be okay and accepted and it's not a safe place to do it. So happy to say that, you know, within myself and my marriage, my relationship, more so than ever before, I do feel as though I am fully, wholly seen and that it is okay to be me without any aspect needing to be hidden or shamed or without any aspect being not okay, that I am fully, fully seen and safe and held and okay. Now, here's when the contrast comes in, right? So when the contrast of that comes right into right in front of your face, right? The thing, it's almost like the thing that you're running from, the thing that you were breaking out from comes right in front of your face and is just there. Your ultimate source of self-doubt, questioning, knowing it's not okay to be you and being put back into a situation like that after you sort of have begun this process of awakening and learning to love and accept yourself, right, as you are. So this also happened, you know, a bit last year when we moved in with my in-laws because that also was a space where 100, like, 100% was not safe to be truly authentically me in any capacity. So it's like, you know, with different people in different relationships and different circumstances, we put on different hats and different identities and we go into a different energetic blueprint, right? Sure, maybe in one setting we are a leader and we can lead and we can rise and we can be this amazing, powerful person, but then, you know, 
who you are as a mother maybe looks a little, bit, a little bit different, who you are as a sibling looks a little bit different, who you are as a daughter looks a little bit different, who you are as a spouse looks a little bit different, who you are as an employee looks a little bit different, right? So we have all of these different identities, these different hats, these different versions of ourselves that we step into that we mold ourselves to. And so when there is, when the dominant version of ourself is one that does not feel authentic and it's one that does not feel really fully wholly expressed in who you are and it's like you're constantly having to step into this version of you that makes others comfortable when that's your norm like when that's the normal that's just what you do every day you wouldn't notice it like it'll manifest in different ways you know maybe that feeling of just kind of being unfulfilled can't really quite feel happy can't quite like experience deep extreme levels of like love and joy and pleasure and gratitude and fulfillment and that's kind of how it manifests you know it's a little bit more subtle it can be hard to figure out oh why you know do I why am I kind of just not happy why am I not feeling things in the way that I desire to um so it's a little bit more subtle when that is your main mode right but once you know better, like once you begin the process of awakening, once you begin the process of connecting into your soul, learning who you really, really, really truly are and awakening the real you that lives inside of you and beginning to live as an authentic version of yourself, everything changes. And so when you're put in circumstances or spaces where you feel as though you need to revert or go back to the version of you that is not fully or wholly expressed, that is not safe to be seen, that is not safe to be accepted, that is not safe to be or exist as you really truly are, it is extremely, extremely painful because you're just, you know now, right? When you didn't know, it was kind of okay. But once you know, there's, there's just no going back and like you know when you're living in a way that is not real and true to who you are and all that you were meant to be and all that lives inside of you and when you can know and feel that it is not safe to do that it can be very challenging especially as we learn to you know cultivate this relationship within ourselves and learning to even just love and accept ourselves right so When you're struggling to fully love and accept yourself as you are, like it's so confronting and so scary to think that anyone else could love and accept you as you really truly are. The true authentic you that lives inside. So with all of that being said, we all have different core sort of fears that drive our decision making and you know most of this happens subconsciously we're not like oh I'm afraid of this and so I'm going to do this but oftentimes speaking for myself at least what I see often is you know this fear of not being okay fear of judgment and then ultimately even a fear of abandonment that this comes up really heavily for women And, you know, speaking for myself as well, I have, you know, this deep fear of judgment, but ultimately, like if I peel back even further, 
it's not just the judgment that I fear, but ultimately, right? It's the fear of being abandoned. It's a fear of the love being withdrawn, the love being removed, um, the relationships changing, me no longer receiving in the ways that I've become accustomed to receiving from you know those people or those relationships. So that looks a little bit different for everyone and it depends a lot on your childhood, childhood trauma, all kinds of things that go into this. You know, maybe there was a circumstance where when you were a kid, it was not, it felt like it was not safe or not okay to be your fully expressed self. Maybe you were shamed for it. Maybe, uh, you know, you told you were wrong or bad or whatever for feelings that you had or for being yourself. So, especially when you're someone who's an empath and as a kid who's an empath, you know, you don't have the tool set that we as adults can have where we learn to kind of protect our energy and ground into ourselves and connect into ourselves as kids. It's like, if you're an empath, you're just overloaded all the time with everyone around you, like all of their emotions and feelings, and you think that they're your own. And especially, you know, for a kid that's like a lot of really big adult emotions and feelings that they have no idea how to process, they have no idea what it means. And so if you are someone who, you know, as an adult is highly sensitive, you're highly empathic, then likely as a kid, even if the words weren't said to you, you knew the feeling behind it. You knew the intent behind what people were saying and behind what they meant, right? Because you were feeling into energy. And no matter how much you do or don't believe in like, you know, woo and energetics and whatever, we are all responsive to energy. Like no matter what, you are more than just a human body. You are a soul being that is living a human experience. You are an ethereal being and you are getting more input than just your five senses. Now that looks a little different for everyone. The amount maybe that you're able to perceive is different from someone else. What you are able to tap into and perceive may be different from someone else. But especially when it comes to things like, you know, this fear of judgment and fear of abandonment, when you're able to feel into and tap into other people's hesitation around the things that you're saying or their lack of responsiveness, regardless of what they're saying, you're feeling their energy, you're feeling their emotions, you're feeling their vibrations toward you, right? So the judgment might not be coming to your face, but you can feel it happening regardless. And so when we do this, when we feel this judgment coming through, the thing is that ultimately we have a choice, right? We, we have a choice because the thing is, no matter what, people are always going to judge you, whether that is judge you positively or negatively, everyone is always judging, always. That is, that goes 100% without exception. We're always being judged. Now, when we have this deep fear of abandonment and this deep fear that, you know, all of the love will be withdrawn and essentially we won't be able to survive, we will not be okay, we will not be safe if we are judged and then therefore the love is withdrawn, it can make our lives pretty icky <laughs> and it can make it feel impossible to live as your full, authentic self because when we're making decisions from that space it's almost impossible to be courageous and to just be yourself because there's always going to be judgment on the other end there always is going to be you know misunderstanding and a, I mean sometimes even right a lack of love and people might not get you and that 
can be very scary. <clears throat> so the thing is, God, the universe, whatever, whoever, whatever is it that you believe in, source energy, the universe responds to you. So, you know, you ask for things, you want things, you put it out there, you start planting seeds, and then the challenges come up right away, right? Right away you're faced with the same old adversity that you don't know how to overcome or the same old opportunity to rise or not. And as much as I don't like saying, you know, oh, like you get tested, like the universe tests you, because I don't, I don't really like that concept, but at the same time, that is kind of true. You are given, and you don't have to look at it as a test, but you are going to be presented with opportunities. And it's like, hey, what are you going to do this time? Are you going to respond the same way? Are you going to be the same person? Or are you going to choose to step in and to rise up into your true authentic self and into who you are truly meant to be and all that lives inside of you? Are you going to rise up? Are you going to stand up? Are you going to lean into the fire and rise and grow and become really truly embodying all that you are meant to be? Or will the cycle continue? Will the cycle continue? Will you choose again what you've chosen in the past? Were you actually ready? I know you said you were ready. I know you thought you were ready and you really believed it. You said you were ready. You thought you were ready, but then it came up and you're like, ah, shit, never mind. Got to go back. Can't do it yet. Not ready yet. And that's okay. There's nothing bad or wrong with not yet being ready. But it's a matter of realizing that we have opportunities presented to us. And what we choose to do with them or not do with them is it's on you. It's up to you. So if you choose to rise, if you choose to step in regardless of the fear, to speak up regardless of the fact that you know there may be judgment on the other end. You might feel the judgment. You might feel the lack of understanding. You might feel the person that you're speaking to or the people that are around you not getting it and not getting you. And that sucks, but also it's okay. And the real question is, what do you desire? What is it that you desire? And is what you desire worthy of your effort? All of the things that you are working so hard towards, everything that you want and desire in your life, is it worth it for you to fight against everything, for you to go up against your fear, to fight against the judgment and all of the limiting beliefs and all of the bullshit that lives inside of you from all of the conditioning and everything that you've learned throughout your entire life? Is it worth it to step up, to stand up and to rise up despite it all? Are you worth it? Is your life worth that effort? And sometimes it's going to feel like it's not. Sometimes it's going to feel like all you want to do is give up and quit and stop and run away. Sometimes it's going to feel like that. But the question is, as long as you continue to dream and hope and believe and desire and move forward, the opportunities will continue to present themselves to you. These challenging opportunities, the the confronting situations, the times where it's like normally you would do something completely different, but this time, boom, all of a sudden you choose something else. You choose to rise. You choose to react differently. You choose something different. You choose you. You choose all that you desire. 
you realize that every little thing that you do, every bit of intentionality behind all that you do, who you choose to be, how you choose to speak, everything that you do is culminating in your life. So it's not about the big things. It's not about being busy. It's not about being productive. It's not about any of that bullshit. It's about who you fucking are behind everything that you do. Who are you? Who are you being? What is it that you are fighting for? And does it matter enough for you to go against the grain? Does it matter enough for you to step in to rise up despite the fear? Or are you going to continue to choose to play small? Are you going to continue to choose the cycle that you have been in for possibly your entire life? The choice is up to you. There is nothing wrong with either choice. It's just a matter of knowing that you are in fact choosing, even if it feels, oftentimes these things, it feels like you have no choice, like you have no other option. You're confronted with this thing. You have no choice. You just have to do it. But do you? Or is that just what you've been conditioned to believe your entire life? Are you just being the person that you've learned to be that makes everyone else comfortable for your entire fucking life? Or are you going to choose yourself? Are you going to choose your life, your destiny, and all that you were meant to be? And that might sound selfish to some, but when you choose you, that always has a greater impact. It has a greater impact not only on you, but it has an impact on your family, on all of the people that you will encounter throughout your life. Because when you are living fully, wholly expressed within yourself and the true authenticity of who you be, that has a ripple effect. Every human that you come in contact with, whether that is virtually or in person, will feel that. You will always have a greater impact. And the more of us that can choose to step in and to rise up despite the fear of judgment and abandonment, the more of us that are able to choose ourselves and live authentically, the more the world will change. And people will not get it. Plenty of people will be triggered by you. They will be so triggered by you. And it's going to show up as judgment towards you. It's going to show up as them trying to make you be bad or wrong or feel bad about what you're doing. But you're not bad or wrong. Taking care of yourself and choosing you is the most sovereign thing that you could ever possibly fucking do. And I want you to know right here and right now that you are worth it. You are worth stepping up for, you are worth rising up for, you are worth the effort and the extra intentionality of love and purpose behind every single teeny tiny thing that you do. You are worth it. Don't get lazy about yourself and your life and taking care of you and knowing that you matter. You matter above all else. And when you learn to honor yourself, the rest will fall into place. The service comes. You're able to give. You have the capacity for more, for more love, for, accept, for more acceptance, for more joy, for more service. But when you 
are not even able to validate yourself, to acknowledge your own greatness, to make the effort to live your own best life, how can you expect to have anything to give anyone else? How can we serve from a place of being completely empty and hopeless? We can't. Investing in you, rising up for you, doing the scary things and stepping in, leaning into all of that, really learning to own your power in you and all that you are is the greatest thing you will ever do. And everyone in your life will benefit from it. Every person that you come in contact with in any capacity will benefit from it. Because even if they don't know it, by you holding your power strong and your authenticity strong and your sovereignty, you give the people the opportunity to calibrate. You can be the point of calibration for others. Just as you calibrate as well. You calibrate to others. But if you learn to hold strong within you, you can be the greatest point of calibration for everyone you come in contact with. So know that you matter. Know that every inch of you is so important and matters so much. And that every single little thing that you do, whether you're afraid of the judgment and abandonment and the lack of love, or whether you're just feeling gratitude and love and joy, Every little thing that you do, every inch of intentionality that you put into every teeny tiny little thing that you do is magic. I love you. Hey, gorgeous. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm so happy that you took the time out for yourself to be here to listen to today's episode. You are amazing. So make sure you connect with me outside of here. But before you do that, I need to ask you a favor. And that is to subscribe to this podcast. Now, when you subscribe to this podcast, when you leave a review in your podcasting app, whether you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you're listening, when you do that, that is how the podcast grows. That's how I get visibility. That is how this thing can keep going, how I can continue to do this work. It'll only take a little bit of your time and I would super duper appreciate it. Obviously, only if the episode speaks to you, if you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. If you feel like it could help somebody else, tell them about it. Word of mouth. It's magical. Now, once you've done that, if you've already done that, let's connect outside of here. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. You can always just put in ethereal beings wellness and you should be able to find me. I would love to connect with you. Love to get to know you better. And yeah, I just find it really fun. I don't like just feeling like I'm sitting here talking to myself all day. I know that there are people out there listening and I'd love to get to know you. So let's connect. If you're not feeling any of that, that's okay too. I still appreciate you and I'm just happy that you're here doing the thing for yourself. So I will see you on the flip side. Truly, I'm humbled to be here with you. So honored. Thank you. Thank you for being here and let's co-create together. See you in the next one. Over and out.